let's say it again for the people in back. The people who really need to hear it. You don't get shit in this life unless you put effort into it. Nothing. There's no such thing as an overnight success. That person's been grinding and finally got some attention. Maybe it's the attention they deserved. Maybe it's not, but... One thing that's for sure is that... You can't fucking help anybody that doesn't want to put that effort in. You can have all the answers. And I I keep finding this out the hard way. That's my problem. I have a bleeding heart. I have a lot to offer. And I just want to give it to everybody. But not everybody wants it. And not everybody realizes it. How it can help them. I'm not trying to say that I'm the only avenue for them. I'm not saying I'm the avenue at all. I might be the conduit that that connects him to somebody else. I don't even know if conduit was the right word. But I could, I could help them, you know? And I just put myself out there and I get disappointed quite a bit because I, I, I expect people to act the way I see them. That might sound a little narcissistic and that might be a joke to my guy Justin who's probably, if he ever listens, would laugh at that. But, um, you know, I, I just see greatness in people. So when they don't live up to that, it, it's upsetting, you know. And I got some bad news last night about a patient that used to be a placement at our facility. So I talked about placements before. Placements are people who are DCFS wards of the state. And what needs to happen is we have to find somewhere for them to go. It could be a residential. It could be a foster home. It could be with other family. Sometimes it just takes a minute to get in touch with them, especially with this virus outbreak going on. This is the worst time to be trapped in any facility because niggas is not accepting nobody for the most part. For the most part. So, basically, we had a patient that was here. He was here for like three months. Acted a fool most of those three months because he was trapped in here. He was sad. Misses his family, misses his sisters, misses his foster parents or whoever, you know. And here's another thing. A lot of them, a lot of the game I have is like they can't really receive because I work on the youth unit. So the highest we get there is 17 and a half. Some of them are ready to think about things the way I, they're not, they're not wise enough yet to think about life the way I do. Some of them are. Like, I've ran into some really smart 13 and 12-year-olds that were able to take my message and apply it. One of them's actually getting out Saturday. Very, very smart person. But most of the time they're not. I mean, you're you're 14, 15. you kind of just understanding your place in society or who you want to be. It's, it's a difficult time, and I understand. But anyway, so this guy finally got placed this is it's a, it's a guy who his life is just accepting you know these foster kids aggressive kids rehabilitating them and and sending them out into the world so since i've been here i'm sorry this uh this guy actually accepted two of the two two black kids that we're probably going to be there for a while. 
Now, one of these kids in general would make up just this, the craziest stories. Well, you know, I mean, like, so you can you can get an air of, even if you're not, you, you might not know shit about this person, but you could just kind of always tell when somebody's lying. You can, you can always tell who's exaggerating things. You know, it's the genuine facial expressions. It's the, it's the tone of their voice when they're going back. It's maybe even tears. It's 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 certain it's certain little cues that let you know. Okay, well, this person might might be telling the truth. But this guy would lie. Like you knew he was lying. And it's funny because we had nurses, uh, nursing students that come in, and their uh, instructor would put them with certain groups. They'd be here a couple times a week, or maybe every other week, or something like that. And the uh, nursing students would always get done talking to him and say, "Hey, so this kid, he he's that. It sounds like he's lying." Or I would ask them what they thought, and they would say, "Yeah, he's definitely just telling me a ton of lies." And I thought it was hilarious. We thought it was hilarious because we thought the same thing. So anyway, this kid finally gets placed. He's there. He's been there for a few months now. It had to be like maybe three, four months. And. Word is that he ran away. Because patients call our unit. They can call us. We can't have contact with them. And one of the patients called yesterday and let us know that this patient ran off. He left in the morning and never came back. So the guy who gave this kid the opportunity that he really needed, he spit in his face, not literally. And left. It's cold outside. Where are you going to go? Is it for a girl? Is it for... What is it for? You know, what do you want? So, it's just upsetting because all this person wanted was to get out and get back with his family and, and get back and see his sisters and all that. And I knew that that was true, that he did have sisters and that he wanted to that he cared about them. But his actions showed otherwise and clearly show otherwise because he's not where he should be. And he's not welcome back now. So he'll have to go to a residential. He'll have to go to... I mean, if it, now it's on his record as he's running away from foster homes, where's he going to go? It's been plenty of times I had really deep conversations with this kid because he is smart. This kid is definitely smart. He just makes dumbass decisions. And it's really upsetting when I put all my effort in to anybody who doesn't listen. If you come to me, and I'm again, I'm not saying that I'm the end-all, be-all. I may, I may not even be somebody's cup of tea because a lot of times I'm really, really blatant and straightforward. Especially if you're making me mad. And when we're talking about life, you might not be where I'm at. And have to hear some shit that you might not be ready to hear. So. It's really upsetting when the when just anybody. Everybody really kind of wants something that negative now. There's a lot of people who want positivity in their life. There's a lot of people who want to do better. And that's who I'm gravitating towards. But if I just did an inspirational 10-minute to 15-minute podcast every day, it's going to slowly grow. 
Maybe it's something about my voice. Maybe it's my presentation that'll eventually get people. But people aren't really checking for it. Listen to the music we listen to. And I'm guilty of that too because I like that music. We love the bullshit. But we just don't really want to hear uplifting things for the most part. We don't want to make that a large part of our lives. And I was having this conversation yesterday because we, me and Mari got in the car leaving work and Macklemore came on. And it was one of his better songs. And I was like, I, I was joking. I was like, man, you know, with everything that we want and we all complain about good music and then as soon as some good music comes on, we like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> we just don't like him. Or we'll find some excuse to not want to hear music that advocates for social change or, you know, it, it, it only hits for so long. Maybe that's not the reality that we live in right now as far as for, for some of us. Maybe that gangster shit we just came from and that's, we relate to it. Maybe it's whatever, but I just thought it was funny, but if this is the way we think that this, this is the way life is going to go, the more we perpetuate negativity, we're going to have a lot more of that. Because it's just the way that the universe is structured. You might believe in God or some other bullshit, but the fact of the matter is that sound, frequency, vibration, if you look more into that, you'll start to see how the universe functions. And once you know more about sound, frequency, vibrations, and other dimensions, You'll, you'll know a little bit more and how we interact with that. But make sure you don't waste your energy on people that aren't really concerned with changing. So people are going to come to me this Saturday. I mean, I'm, I'm not going around a bunch of people. I'm not trying to have a party or anything. But I'm going to record my, my, my little shindig. And it's going to inspire people. I want people to be inspired that you could do good and have a good life and have better. I want people to know that you could do good and still be popular, that you could do good and spread a positive message and still have girls around you to do good and spread a positive message and still have problems. Or you could be some fucking asshole who just wants to get into their feelings and have a shit life. I mean, we all get in our feelings. There's no nothing's wrong with that. The problem is where we don't want change. We focus on negativity so much that a solution is just not in range. That idea is strange to me. We can acknowledge that we feel bad, but we, can, we can't acknowledge and don't acknowledge and work towards that we want better. We'll settle for the bullshit. And if you want bullshit, that's the way your life is going to go. That's how it's going to go. And this is how life goes. The more you focus and feed your attention and intention on negativity, the world will mirror that to you. And I have example after example. I have an endless amount of examples. I'm going to just make one episode of just all the times I fucked myself over. That's what you're going to get. So a lot of the times I'm, I could be having a terrible day. I didn't get up and say my positive affirmation. I didn't work out that day because school maybe. Maybe I'm just really behind or whatever it is. And then I'll say, man, you know, today's going to be great. And I, I just start believing it. And once that feeling is behind it, things just start 
opportunities come in place and I act or say the right thing to somebody and they say the right thing to me and then boom, I feel better. And then, okay, I keep going. I keep bouncing that off of other people and boom. And next thing you know, I'm just, I vibrated to a higher place maybe and I'm eating. So my body's electric and just, and just raises my vibration and so on and so forth. Nothing just has to be positive off the, off the jump, off rip. Sometimes you got to build towards that shit. But if you don't want to put that effort in, that's how it's going to go for you. And I don't hang around people with shit vibration and shit energy, which is why I'm able to maintain a high vibration too, because I have Mari and Justin and everybody else I work with, Diamond, Brittany, Ariel, like we all laugh. We all like to joke. We all bounce off energy off each other. And we just, it's just such a stressful job. But if you don't want to, put that effort in just to have a conversation with somebody I don't always be feeling good I'm not always just let's motivate everybody now sometimes I'm especially when I started this man I'm like I'm gonna die from this feeling (laughs) but if I laid in it then that's how it's gonna go you can die from a broken heart you can die from feeling like shit you could die from being angry raise your blood pressure have a heart attack that's how it's gonna go I chose to take that energy and build. All energy is the same. Hate's the same thing as love. Give me your hate. That's emotion. I'll take that passion. I say it all the time. But if you don't, if you don't learn energy manipulation, if you don't learn the magic of the world, and if you don't learn how to raise your frequency and vibration and really just choose something better for yourself, then my nigga, that's the way it's going to go. That's how it's going to go for you.